You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. This episode is made possible by Oklahoma Medicine. We really enjoy the lavender and eucalyptus topical one-to-one salves, and they are such a staple product for us. I literally use their salve for everything, like my lower back, bug bites, shoulder pain, rashes, and so many other things. My favorite use for the salve is for my feet on a really long workday. And having my massage therapist rub it into my sore shoulders. That sounds so bomb, Sob. If you guys haven't tried their salve, we highly recommend it. There's more than one use for it and the tub literally lasts forever. Retweet. Now, let's get back to the episode. On today's industry leader series, we are interviewing a brand and category we haven't tapped into yet. Sexual wellness. We know sex and things relating to it are things that can be uncomfortable for people to talk about. And it may vary for different reasons, person to person. But the reality is we're all humans. We all have a body and sex is normal. You're so right, Sav. Sex isn't something that has to be an uncomfortable topic. There's actually way more to it than what meets the eye. With that being said, we are so excited to be chatting today with a brand that focuses on sexual health and wellness with cannabis. So guys, we are thrilled to bring on Lindsay with Oshihana to the Cannabis Hangout. Hi, y'all. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here with us. So before we dive into the brand, will you tell us a little background on yourself and how you your personal cannabis journey began? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm, again, one, thank you for being here. Super excited to talk to y'all. I'm very passionate about sexual health and wellness and definitely with regards to cannabis. And I think everybody's personal journey um, is kind of important to to learning how to make their relationship with sex and cannabis better. So um, I got my start a couple years ago. Uh, well, I guess sorry to begin. Um, my background is in branding and photography. I worked in um, you know marketing, building brands and visuals um, for cosmetics companies essentially. Um, while I was doing that, I was you know became frustrated with the products that I was selling, the images I were ma- was making. They didn't feel inclusive, and I was basically creating content for brands, um, selling products that I didn't believe in, shooting people that I didn't think were representative of the things I cared about or were important to that we should be seeing, right? Yeah. And um, hopefully feel connected to. So along alongside that. I began going through my own uh, experiences with sexual health and wellness, um, and I got really sick, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So one one health issue, one yeast infection turned mm-hmm. into bacterial vaginosis, which turned into a kidney infection, which oh, wow. turned into, you know, a myriad of other issues. Um, and, you know, if you're familiar or you have a vulva or a woman, um, these are issues that are pervasive, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody that has a vulva, I feel like, can kind of relate that, like, sometimes you go through experiences that one, don't feel good. And two, you don't really know how to talk about. Yeah. Right. And so at the time I was like, why is this happening to me? I'm super embarrassed. I don't have, um, kind of the tools to fix this. My doctor isn't helping. And so I kind of was like, all right, I got to turn myself into this DIY vaginal wellness rabbit. How do I figure out like a way to, um, find a solution because I'm not getting it through my doctors or my Mm -hmm. OBGYNs, even my naturopaths. So, um, my, that's frustrating. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, totally. And, and, and it's super common, right? Mm-hmm. So in general, we know statistically speaking, if people are using over-the-counter medication, like say a monostat, if you have a yeast infection, 40 to 50% of those users are having infections recurrently. So, you know, you're like, what's a girl to do? Yeah. Um, so I began experimenting with my own solutions and that was different topical solutions, different ingestibles, things like that. Um, we're, t- we're actually based in Oregon. I'm lucky enough. My brother was in cannabis for you know 20 years mm-hmm. and we started, you know, finding these other solutions that, that were really helpful. So we created some non-medicated products, some salves, some oils, things like that, that were really helping with topical irritation and, and, and it snowballed from there, you know, and that's when we started diving into like, well, what does cannabis do when we put it into these products? How yeah. is that going to affect my body? Right. That's oh. cool that you had the experience of what you were going through, which mm-hmm. allowed you to create this. Yeah, it was definitely out of necessity. And yeah. I find that that people that start companies out of necessity, you're, mm-hmm. you're really driven to like find the right oh, solution yeah. for yourself. Oh, and then, yeah. and then for other people too, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm not the only one. Right. Yeah, totally. That's actually some of our favorite companies are the ones who started because they were desperate. And now they're some of the like companies that relatable. we swear by. And it's super relatable because the things that happen to you, women are going through literally on a daily basis, but- I mean, I remember getting a yeast infection. I was mortified. I was like, oh my gosh, who, like, I can't even tell my friends, like, but it's so normal. Like my, the three girls next to me probably have one and I don't even know it, you know, but it's something that shouldn't be so hidden and not normalized. Totally. It's super, super normal. And so like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, well, like I'm doing all this like branding and marketing for beauty companies, like trying to sell face cream that makes you beautiful Mm -hmm. that like I'm buying it and I'm actually judging myself on the like content. And I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to look like. And, and it was, it's very counterintuitive. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, why don't, again, it goes back to like, I'm embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I'm dealing with this issue. I can't talk about it. The brands are making me feel worse and they're not solving my problem. So like, let's all wrap that in together. Right. And, And hopefully find a way to have a better conversation and solution to address all of these issues. Right. Absolutely. So tell us about Am I saying this right? Oceana? Yep. Oceana. Okay. Oceana. I love it. Tell us about Oceana and what organic products you guys offer for like pre, during, and post and Missy. Like tell us what you guys have created. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in, in the beginning of the creation of this company, we were real, I was really looking for, um, you know, a topical solution for, for self-care to help me get me into, help get me into a place where I even felt comfortable having sex. Mm-hmm. So like creating a sexual health company, that wasn't necessarily about pleasure at first really led me to be able to find that. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, we started in Oregon with a THC based salve oil and soak. Um, our first product was the salve. And so this product is made, um, not only with, you know, THC and CBD, um, as well as coconut oil. I know people are pretty comfortable with understanding that salves and topicals have a lot of coconut oil Mm -hmm. or coconut MCTs, but we wanted to add these other ingredients to them. So it, was it was it was kind of like bigger and better, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So naturally occurring antimicrobial ingredients that I could, you know, would help fight these very common issues. So again, back to the yeast infections, et cetera. Um, from there, you know, again, I was experiencing discomfort around other products that are like chemical laden, mm-hmm. so body washes, yes. things like that. Like wanted to take a bath, but I was paranoid of fragrance in it. So we're like, okay. I want something that still feels super luxurious, but is also therapeutic and I don't have to stress about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. we had this really cool bath soak that has cedar wood and orange oil in it. Again, um, added ingredients on top of the cannabis um, 
to make it, you know, even more therapeutic. Yeah. And then the sex oil, of course, is our most kind of concentrated pleasure product. Um, and that too, like I wanted something because we know all of our sexual, a lot of our sexual like kind of disorders and functions are psychosomatic. Like our bodies are obviously very connected to our, our brains mm-hmm. and you're stressed and then you're like, I'm embarrassed. And so you're not getting wet because you're not, th- you're not really present. And, right. um, you know, the sex oil is such a fantastic product with, you know, THC and carrot seed oil that, you know, of course you have the vasodilation, which is from the THC, which is going to open up our blood vessels and help us increase sensation. But it's also that fresh, fresh oxygenated blood is going to help our bodies heal, right? It's going to bring out, um, the other, I guess they're therapeutic benefits of the other ingredients that are included. Yeah. So like the carrot seed oil and help, yeah. help long-term comfort, comfort yeah. you know, and like um, doing, doing something better. And so we really build all these products as pre, during, and post mm-hmm. but te- kind of depending on how you want to use them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you could talk about all of the colloquial nuance of like when you take a bath with a partner or mm-hmm. with yourself or like if you're masturbating mm-hmm. or, you know, applying the salve after sex because of, you know, micro tearing and you right. feel irritated or inflamed. Yeah. So you can, they're kind of like full circle mm-hmm. products you can use. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. So there's a lot of different yeah. entry points yeah. um, into the brand, depending on like what you like. Yeah. yeah. For a lot of different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love that. So this segues me into my next question. Um, I got to meet you a couple of days prior and you said some things which really made my mind start thinking and intrigued me. Most people limit themselves to sex when thinking of sexual health and wellness, but you spoke a lot about the vagina and women going through different stages of life. Mm-hmm. You talked about chemo, you talked about menopause. Will you ex- explain and expand on that please? Because I feel like when people think about like, cause I've, I work in a dispensary people and I told you people come to sell me lube and they just automatically think like, Oh, you know, set like all the things, but your brand is wrapped up in such a beautiful bow where it goes beyond that, like way beyond that. It's not just sex, but it's like the micro tearing and making people feel comfortable and women who can't get wet and just all these different things that people don't think about. Cause it's just sex, but it's more than sex. Will you expand on that? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, people tend to have a really linear view of what sex is. And a lot of that goes back to, you know, what we were taught as kids, right? Sex mm-hmm. education and, and a lot of the, a lot of the things that are just lacking there, right? Like you go, you're like, what, in eighth grade? And they're like, here's a penis, here's a vagina, la, like use a condom, mm-hmm. bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't talk about, pe- it doesn't talk a lot about pain and pleasure. And it doesn't talk a lot about the associative issues that come with that. And that, there's so much of that that's our part of the natural progression of life. Like you think about puberty, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that might be painful. That might be uncomfortable. Your body is changing. It's doing new things. How do you deal with that? And there's, you know, that experience through all the stages of life, whether it's childbearing ages or then into menopause. Mm-hmm. And, and all of those things have nuance to them. So like all of a sudden you're growing hair in places or all of a sudden you are experiencing vaginal dryness or you're pregnant and you're prone to yeast infections because mm-hmm. your hormones are changing or you get your period and when you get your period, your pH changes and all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know, my vagina smells different. What's that about? And we're really not given the tools to understand um, those things. Yeah, right? I agree. I literally knew none of a lot of that until <laughs> I started actively doing research, but also yeah. like- I come from a culture where sex is not talked about. Yeah. Not even in the sense of like, hey, be careful, protect yourself, or like, you know, just 
It's based around religion. It's based more Mm -hmm. around religion, which that's fine and well, but how are you expecting people to know if all you're teaching them is the religion side and not Mm -hmm. so much like the caution or the air or like the be safe side, you know? And so I love, I, I love that. All right, guys, let's take a second to talk about the flower we've been smoking on recently from Charlie's Cannabis that's grown here in Oklahoma. Saab, tell us what you think. The chemical sunset and star pebbles has been such a delight. From breaking it down, rolling it up, and smoking it, it's all been a really great experience. I hands down would totally have to agree with that. They have both been really great, happy, headspace type highs that I've really been enjoying. I could not agree more, Bran. They'll be at the sesh July 17th, so be sure to grab a ticket and stop by and see what they're all about. Now, let's get back to today's episode. Yeah, and those conversations, whether it's religion or par- you know other partnered sex or consent, they're, they're all conversations that involve more than one person. Right. And so going back to your original question, like the conversation you should be having is with yourself first, understanding Mm -hmm. your body. And that means what feels good, what doesn't feel good. Um, what do I want? What don't I want? And so like, yeah, masturbation, all of those things, like get started understanding that early. And then like, okay, maybe you have one of the, you know, hundreds nearly common issues that you know, people with vulvas have, whether it's fibroids, uterine cysts, um, vulvodynia, vaginismus, BV, like I could go on. Mm -hmm. And these things are common and understanding what they are, what they do, how they feel, um, what you can do about it. And then being able to, you know, feel comfortable and confident and deal with thing, dealing with them Mm -hmm. and then communicate that to a partner. And then you can get into the pleasure and then it's transparency and then it's trust and then it's Mm -hmm. bigger and better. And like, that's that's where, where we really get to the meat of this brand mm-hmm. is that being honest and transparent about what you're experiencing and what you want, whether that is pain and pleasure, pain or pleasure, it's all on the same spectrum. Yeah. You know, they need you can't have one without the other, really. Yeah. Yeah. So this kind of goes into the next question. We know there's a lack for education in the cannabis world alone, and that's why we're here today. But do you find that the sexual space is similar in that aspect when it comes to educating the public? And how would you say that you guys like plan on like pushing against the grain to make you know your product, what you're doing, more normalized? Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. I mean, I often tell people, I'm like, we really, really try. <laughs> really chose the hardest thing to do in terms of like taboo industries and like ways to bring, you know, cannabis and sex together. People all, you know, are like, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I I just know the internet has a really hard time with us. (laughs) Um, But yeah, with anything, you definitely have to unlearn some things and you have to have conversation with yourself about your expectations. And so again, that's kind of step one and like seeing and acknowledging your internal bias about what you think is normal, what you want, et cetera, yeah. because we all have that like expectations of ourselves, and, and they do come from society. Right. And, right. and I think I would argue that, you know, s- sex is probably number one in the history of the world, you know, considering sex work was the first, um, job like we've been creating taboos around sex and sexual education and sex literacy for ages so Mm -hmm. um our company does a lot of different things um one we do a ton of work around sex workers and understanding um kind of the body and what people are going out there into the world and and their understanding of porn and strip clubs Mm -hmm. and sex workers um we're also trying to show up in obgyn offices and places that are putting out, you know, those like terrifying, um, 
pamphlets that are like, oh my God, you have a yeast infection. Yes. And then it's a person like yeah, oh my sitting with their hands in their head and you're like, wait a second, like, is my life over because of this? So showing up in the places where maybe um, passive stigma is still happening okay. and, and teaching people why, mm-hmm. why something like that might, might be offensive to people, you mm-hmm. know, STI stigma is a huge one. Um, you know, talking to yeah. partners about what you want. Like I, I talk to a lot of um, men in male identifying bodies and they're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, people have this like thing like, oh, like anal's gay. And you're just like, what? You're like, let's just talk about this. There's more nerve endings in the anus than there are on the tip of your penis. Like what a fantastic thing. That's pleasure. Like you don't Mm -hmm. have to like that, but like, let's take away the homophobia. Let's talk about the anatomy. This is just anatomy. And Mm -hmm. that's where we really want to get it. And like, so debunking all of those, you know, things around homophobia, things around religion where you're like, no, that's, that's, that's an assumption. That's mm-hmm. like a stereotype that doesn't help you. It doesn't help me. Let's, yeah. let's like bring it down. Let's talk about anatomy. Yeah, let's yeah. break it down. Let's make it about like the science of sex yeah. and the science of cannabis. And I, I find that people are receptive to that because they can't really fight it. They're like, no. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. With nerve endings. Oh, okay. Like serotonin, oxytocin, when you orgasm, this is good for you. This is why. And they yeah. can just like, it kind of like lives on an island. You can't really judge it. It's just right. Because oh, yeah. you're like, yeah. you know, you ain't wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Type thing, yeah. But I'd like to learn more. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I love yeah. that. I love that. It's great answer. It's very, yeah, that was a really good answer. It's such, it's such a refreshing approach. Yeah. It's very different and it's so not the norm. And I love that. Yeah. You want to get away from that. I mean, everybody yeah. has internal bias and I grew up um, in a town that had so much of that and having to break through that, you know, when I, even when I started dating women and I date men, women, non-binary folks and having to deal with my own internal bias, yeah. like my own internal homophobia, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm one of the people. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, you know, figuring out how to communicate with myself and my own journey around that. Mm-hmm. And then finding the right words, um, as a person and as a company to help other people like take that yeah. journey is, is I think been a really rewarding and fun part of what we do. Yeah. That's so cool. You are just so beautifully spoken. I love it. <laughs> ah, I'm loving this. Saab, let's take a minute real quick to break and talk about concentrates. We know they can be overwhelming. And how do you tell the difference between diamonds, batter, live rosin, and all the things? Totally know what you're saying, Bran. We have been branching out and trying new brands and new consistencies of concentrates. And lately, we've been dabbing on the Tens brand diamonds. Yes. And I have to say, everyone has the consistency they prefer and what sits best with their body. And the Tens brand gives you options between batter, high-quality diamonds, and live resin cards if dabbing really isn't your thing. So go find them on Weed Maps and Instagram and also check out their dispensary for anyone listening from or if you find yourself in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Now guys, let's dive back into our episode. So I know Brandon and I definitely are, but there's also other people who are mindful about what goes into their body and what's being put in it, on it, both. What went into creating the product and finding the best ingredients for people to experiment with? How long, like how long was that process? really long. <laughs> and a lot of that was, you know, because cannabis, um, you know, we got our start in Oregon and, you know, cannabis legislation has obviously been changing yes. over the last five years, but we really started this journey about, um, five years ago, um, oh. was when I first started experiencing these issues. And, you know, to be fully clear, there's a lot of different, um, wells that lead to the same river for vaginal wellness and sexual health. What might work for me may not work for other people, but I found, um, I found comfort in organic care and organic products and the natural route. Um, 
I had found that the antibiotics depleted my body. And so I needed something to like come to, you know, uh, baseline health. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted things that were comfortable. So we first started taking the organic approach. So everything that is in our products is certified organic. And then I'm very lucky. My business partner, Taylor is a scientist and wow. we started being like, what works? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the other ingredients that we want to put into this product that are going to be efficacious and what's missing in the products that I'm not getting. So that meant, you know, adding these naturally antimicrobial ingredients that have clinical studies behind them. Like mm-hmm. we're not inventing this. We didn't decide all of a sudden kale's good for your vagina. Yeah. So slap it on mm-hmm. it. Like this is really <laughs> you know, like studied stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's calendula that's old school, um, tea tree, super old yes. school. Like, and, and there's studies behind them. And we started to put those ingredients together and then just found that when we added the cannabis, that it was kind of these ingredients on super speed because you did, you got that vasodilation. So each ingredient that is in there was mm. certified and chosen based on its clinical studies and it's like background history of what it does for the body. And then, yeah, I mean, then figuring out what made sense together, whether mm-hmm. it was like, you know, the bath soak, the sex oil, you know, obviously the sex oil can go in your body or on your mouth, in mm-hmm. your mouth. Like I was going to ask you that, like <laughs> I, I read the ingredients of the sex oil and I yeah. was like, this is like a tincture of something that I think you can ingest, but like, oh, and yeah. all of your ingredients, I'm like, you have to be able to, but I was going to ask, I was like, I have to ask Lindsay <laughs> if that's something they do. Yes, okay. totally. I mean, think about it. If you have a sex oil and you're putting it on a vulva or a penis or an anus and like a mouth's going down there and then a mouth's going to another mouth, like you need to be able to ingest this stuff. Yeah. So that's it's, true. Yeah, it's that's all true. FDA generally regarded as safe and body safe. And, you know, my story with the sex oils when we first were like doing tastings with our original co-packer and it was this kind of big mm-hmm. fancy group. I'm sitting there tasting and I'm like, this has to taste good. And it can't really taste like anything because your body, again, should taste like a vagina, mm-hmm. not flowers, not a summer breeze, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yes. I start, we start tasting these like sex oils and like, because yeah, you have to. And then like 30 minutes in, 40 minutes in, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so high. And I'm like, I can't make this judgment now because yeah. I've like eaten all of the sex oil. And like, <laughs> what do I do? And I'm with these like very proper cannabis suits people. And I'm like, I need to go home. <laughs> this is not a good So how much uh, of that, like, would you say, like if you were going to put it in your mouth, is it like a full dropper of the oil? Well, I don't, I don't, we generally don't recommend just like eating it. Like, right. Yeah. It yeah. Face, yeah. But you, but you can, but I mean like, so you know, depending on, on just trial and error, I guess. Totally. Mm-hmm. Depending on use, like we usually recommend with the sex oil, like two full pumps to a body part. Like, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, you have like a good slippery surface and then depending on, um, you know, what y'all are doing, like, you know, so you ingest some depending on yeah. how much, mm-hmm. like maybe you're, I don't know. Like I was very intentionally yeah. eating this. Like yeah. <laughs> I think most likely you're not getting as high from this in normal sexual interactions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm unless you're literally squirting it in your mouth. Yeah. Right. So tell me this right. when, cause this is a question that I would think of. What is the onset? Like when you're using it on top of your body, is it pretty quick? Is it something you have to wait on? Cause you know, when you think of cannabis then you think of ingestion, you think of edibles, but yeah. it's tincture. And then, so is that something that kicks in like fairly fast? Yeah. We usually say, you know, 20 to 40 minutes with the topical sex oil. Okay. Um, because obviously everybody has a different experience. And we actually have a tincture. We have a Delta 8 tincture um, that is hemp-based, hemp, hemp based obviously. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody everybody's different. But I think that's a, kind of a cool part. And another thing that we like to talk about a lot within the brand is that these products are here to inspire intimacy. We have really heteronormative expectations of sex. It's a lot of, like, penis and vagina. Mm-hmm. And, like, you put it in and, like, go, go, go. And, like, 
We yes. also know, you know, women, there's a ma- massive orgasm gap. And like, so bring these products into play. All of mm-hmm. a sudden you're talking about, you know, adding sex oil, but you're thinking about onset time. So you have all of this extra space for intimacy and mm-hmm. getting there. And whether you're applying it or your partner's applying it, you know, you're thinking about, the body and touching and all of those things in such a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also part of the goal is that we're, we're debunking expectations around sex, right? Like sex is not just a penis and a vagina. Sex yes, is no. so many things. And now you have these products to help facilitate that and conversations around that. Yeah. And because you're like kind of got up waiting for an onset time. Yes. That's yeah. Yeah. So So obviously you guys have gotten feedback on your product. (laughs) What's been the most consistent overall feedback that you have from people who've used it? That it works. Yeah. Yes. Which is so fun. Like we're not here. Like we know there's so many like companies out there that are just like putting products together and they can kind of be snake oily or Mm -hmm. one thing we were Mm -hmm. really considerate of is the bioavailability of these products. Okay. What do we want from these? And so like, you know, you said top of, we have products that are addressing vaginal dryness for people who may have gone through chemotherapy or have mm-hmm. vaginal atrophy, but we also have people that want these products to just like be wetter now. Yeah. Um, and depending on what people enter the franchise and enter Oshihana for, they're generally pretty happy with their, um, like with their experience. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of that has to do with like the sex oil and, and vaginal wetness or, you know, the bath soak and being really, mm-hmm. truly relaxed and like having this really therapeutic um, experience in the bath, especially right now, life's kind of hard. COVID is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, people want something that like can take them out of, um, out of themselves and out of their work day right. while they're yeah. still at home. Um, you know, the one thing I will say Delta eight is, is the newest product we've launched. Um, and I don't know if people know about Delta eight, but usually it's considered about 30% the effects of THC and, that's where we get the most difference um, in feedback because people who are very experienced cannabis users do not feel it as much as somebody who is new. And so mm-hmm. one couple came back and they're like, my boyfriend was literally seeing colors with his orgasm, but I was just like on a fun buzz. And oh, so, wow. Yeah. That's like, cool. Yeah. Like just different strokes for different folks. Every, yeah. Everyone's yeah. body is very different. Yeah. For sure. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so can you dive a little into like painful sex and sexual recovery? I noticed that there's like a sex massage oil that you were talking about earlier and a cannabis infused salve to help. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about? Yeah, well, I think, you know, recovery is really important. It's something we don't talk about, whether it's the emotional or physical recovery from sex, right? Like if you think about just the physical cases, like, right, and you think about what we've learn from porn and sometimes when we have performative sex or maybe we are really these like developed people and understand BDSM, but people end up having rough sex and you end up again having this like micro tearing, right? And micro tearing in a vagina is essentially a little cut. It opens up the body for bacteria or maybe it's, you know, semen or another lube or something and is inviting this like third party thing into the body, right? Mm -hmm. Potentially causing irritation, infection, whatever. And so we're trying to address it from a point where we're like, okay, we have these products that are good for the body. You can use to enhance your sexual experience, Mm -hmm. but they're going to be incredibly mindful. So they're yeah, pH balanced, have these ingredients. Um, and, and we want people to, to really consider that, that Mm -hmm. like, you know, you go in and you have really rough sex. What are you doing? So that after that experience, you don't feel bad about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a lot of people can identify with that come down and they're like, oh my God, I just had sex with this new partner and now my body hurts and I don't feel good. And like, maybe I'm going to have an infection or like that was really rough. And maybe I didn't do something that, or maybe I did do something that I didn't actually feel comfortable with. Right. And mm-hmm. now I like, 
uh, I don't know what to do. And so these products are also hopefully like going to facilitate that, like for the comfort care. The comfort zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. yeah. And, and, and consent and understanding what you do and don't want beforehand is also mm-hmm. part of that. That's the like pre-care, right? Yeah. And so it's your foundation. Pre- yeah. Prepping mm-hmm. your body, make sure, making sure you're like fully turned on, right? It can take yeah. up, up to 40 minutes for, um, a vagina to fully engorge and be fully turned on. If people don't know, your vagina gets bigger when you're turned on and like becomes a better place to potentially insert things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silver yep. space. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so we know there's people out there who are interested in product like these, but they don't feel comfortable opening up to their partner about it, purchasing it, using it on themselves for self-exploration, all the things. What advice would you give those people who want to do more but just haven't tapped in or don't know how? Oh, I- I mean, I really want to be like, fuck it, just do it. Right. <laughs> That's great advice. But no, just I, jump mean, into it. I mean, look, that goes back to like having these preconceived notions mm-hmm. of like who you are, what you want and, and the relationship you're in. So like the first, like, and not to be all woo woo was like, look inward, right? Yeah. What mm-hmm. do you want this mm-hmm. for? Is this for your health? Is this for physical health? Because you're uncomfortable, then go for it. Like yeah. you only have one life and one body and you should absolutely feel good in it. Is this for a partnered situation? Okay, are you embarrassed to tell your partner? Does that mean you trust them? Do you trust them fully? Are you embarrassed because of preconceived notions? Or are you embarrassed because your partner really has not been receptive? Yeah. And so, like, mm-hmm. think about that. What's up with that partner? Yeah. And I'm not trying to, like, make people go break up because, you know, no, their partner yeah, No, but intimacy like, is a big part of relationships. If you're, yeah. if you're off somewhere in your life mm-hmm. or whatever reasons, you know, it affects the person that you're engaging with. Totally. So. We just did a survey and one of the questions was, um, how open are you to experimenting? And 96% of people like responded, hell yes, I am open to experimenting. Mm. So like just use that statistic and know that like maybe both partners are feeling shy, but there's a real strong chance that Mm -hmm. both partners are also open to it. It's just about making that first step. And I also think it's really important to know that when you're having these conversations, have them outside of the bedroom. Do not okay. wait until mm-hmm. you're naked and like being like, hey, babe, like I really want to try this. That's and then good. like people yeah. are vulnerable or people are turned on and they're more inclined to m- maybe make the r- the wrong choice or say right. yes or no or whatever it may be. Like have these have these conversations outside of the bedroom. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, so what has been the biggest takeaway working with a brand that's focused on sexual health in the body? Mm, the biggest takeaway. Um, like that sets your soul on fire. Gosh, I really love, I really love people. I love humans. I love their ability to be versatile and open up to these things. Um, you know, we obviously hit a lot of roadblock blocks being in sex and cannabis, but when you find those people that want to help mm-hmm. and want to try and, and, and are willing to go the extra mile. That's, that's what really makes me happy. You know, we do a ton of work in, again, like the LGBTQ space and sex work and making sure that like sex and cannabis is an equitable place. And there's a lot of really other fantastic humans that are trying to do the same thing. And yeah. when, when you find those people and you create that synergy, like what a beautiful thing you're celebrating bodies and feeling joy and feeling good right. and like finding whatever that may be for yourself or your friend or your partner or whatever yeah. family who knows mm-hmm. and it's just it, it's really nice oh. yeah yeah <laughs> I feel like you my next question you have totally answered about like the stigma what you've seen um what you want to change with that so I think I'm not going to ask that one then I feel like it's really well-rounded this conversation has been 
Yeah. So, but with that being said, is there anything, Lindsay, that you want to mention or talk about before we hop off here today? You know, the only thing is, is that, you know, as a brand, we're also really open. Um, we're a really small team. And, and because like y'all said, there's a bit of a barrier to entry for these mm-hmm. products and these conversations, like DM us, email us. Okay. Like, we are super personal in our responses and like we have a good answer or solution or mm-hmm. we'll point you in the right direction of what it is, what it, what it may be that you need, whether yeah. it's a sex therapist, whether it's a product, whether yeah. it's a something like we want to help. We really want to help people at our core. Um, I love that. Do you know um, Juliet Allen? I don't. She has a podcast called the Authentic Sex Podcast. Cool. It's really good. You would love her. Cool. Like absolutely love her. Yeah. She's, it was, yeah, Brandon and I were listening on like a 10 hour drive from Colorado and Brandon was like, you're not going to, this is not you, but I'm just going to put it on. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm in this car. But it's like, but it actually was very interesting because it was, it went so much, like, just like your product, it went so much deeper than sex. Like there's so much. She's like, she talks about like the, what you're saying. Like a lot of the things that you're talking about. I think you'd love it. I love that. I'll have to listen. Um, yes. Before we hop off, do you want to shout out y'all's Instagram so people can go check it out and an email that they can email you guys if they have questions? Yes. Okay. Our our Instagram is just our name, which is Oshihana, spelled O-S-H-I-H-A-N-A. Um, I'm sure we can link it and tag it somehow. And then, you know what? Email, email hi at H-I at Oshihana.com. And we are available and around and we just like, are so excited to grow and being in Oklahoma. Yeah. When yes. do you guys come to Oklahoma? Um, we're in production right now, so we will be in dispensaries probably in about two weeks. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah. Wow. This is exciting. Yeah. yeah. So stay tuned for yeah. knowing where your local dispensaries at. Yeah. Yes. And we will post about it. Lindsay, thank you so much for being here with us. We're so grateful for you being here, educating us as yes. well as our listeners. This is so important and we're just so grateful. Um, guys, stay tuned for next week's episode. And as always, stay medicated. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.